Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell <no>. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome to, to Marsha's Place. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Just know that it will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. See, let me see, let me see. What's going on tonight? What do I want to talk about? Oh, I know what I want to talk about. So, we got some fuck shit going on because, as Black Joy Mixtape says, white people have no self control <laughs> <laughs> out of fucking control. And, you know, it is not limited to straight white people, it is not. <laughs> it mm-hmm. is gay white people, too. <laughs> We're all being affected. <laughs> so, one of the examples of, you know, you know, white gay people doing fuck shit is supremacy and all those good things. You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> They're, you know, they love to take our shit just like their ancestors take our shit and repackage it like it's theirs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know the history of that. Yes. Um yes. so what's the new the new events of white people taking shit that's not theirs is Netflix just announced that there will be a movie called The Life and Times of Marsha P. Johnson, our namesake. Yes! And that would be amazing. It, re- it would be amazing. It sounds like I'm hearing a button. It's coming. (laughs) (laughs) That would be wonderful (laughs) if they weren't stealing people's research. Stealing people's research? Uh Uh-huh. So, a black trans woman by the name of Verena Gossett. I think that's how you pronounce her name. If I didn't say it right, please um, correct me. Verena Gossett. She has been archiving... Um, searching and finding like wonderful like videos and tidbits and just tons of information and archives of Martha B. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera yes. and all the things about our history, our their trans history mm-hmm. and you know how they was revolutionary even back then. So oh, so she's a trans woman. She's a trans woman, okay. yes. A black trans woman. Awesome. <laughs> yes. And, you know, she's been with doing all this work for free mm-hmm. <laughs> just because she knows how important it is to our community to know, to know your history. To know your history and know that we didn't just pop up <laughs> in 2007 when 
Um, What's the name? Decided to um, transition and show Caitlin. the world. Oh yeah, <laughs> Caitlyn. When Caitlyn decided to transition, though, we didn't just pop up, and we've been here, especially as black folks. We've been here. Yes, <laughs> we've been doing our thing, mm-hmm. and you know, she knew how important that was, so she started to do the research and sharing it on her Tumblr for free for us to engulf ourselves in our history. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just like white people normally do, <laughs> they, they get said, to, oh, they just tinkering around. Ding, ding, How ding, nice! Ding, ding, ding. Oh, I want this. I want this. You're not doing the right thing to protect that. Oh, I see what you're doing. Still, it's mine. <laughs> so let me stop being too much. Yes. So Mr. Frank, he is. Let me see. What's his name? His name is France. His last name is France. Let me make sure I'm following. So, his name is David France. He is a white gay male. Mm-hmm. And he decided to take her things that she found and put them in his movie. Now, he has the privilege of a white gay man. He has the money and the things behind him in order to make this movie possible. Mm-hmm. But instead of being a great ally... Like, hey, girl, you know we're in the LBGT and the other one's community. Yes. And instead of being a great ally and saying, you know what? I see this girl doing all this research. I see this girl finding all these gems and these jewels. Mm -hmm. I see you trying to make something, too. Let me use my resources. My use coins. my privilege, yes. use my coins, use the access that I have as a gay white male producer. White and male. <laughs> and give these tools to you because I know how important it would be to the trans community since I'm shrouding this as I'm doing this to show this powerful figure of the trans community what, how wonderful will it be if another trans black woman told this trans black woman's story? story. Wouldn't it be everything? It would be everything. It would be. And you would think that that would be logical. But so for somehow, in these white people's mind, it's just like ingrained in them to steal. Like it's ingrained in them to say, hey, we want that. We want to take it just like they did to the natives. We want that. We want to take it. And this is going to be ours. We're going to rewrite history. We're going to change. We're going to change everything to make us look good just like they did with the Stonewall movie. We're going to change everything and we're going to act like I did all the research for this and then we're going to put it out on Netflix and make coins off of it. Right. When you could have done all that with her on the at the helm, because no trans no no person can tell a black trans woman's story better than who? A, a black, black trans, trans woman. woman. Say that one more time. <laughs> a uh, black trans <laughs> woman. And, <laughs> Thank you. And it would have been so sickening. The collab would have been so sickening. Like 2017. You could have put your name in it as one of the executive producers. Yes. You could have. Still made coins off and made your coins back. It's so many things that you could have still been involved in and just put her at the helm. Because as an ally, isn't that what allies are supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Isn't it give what you, you're supposed to do as a gay ally mm-hmm. of the LBGT community? You're supposed to. Give us the opportunity. we all supposed to help each other. Right, supposedly. Right. But, that you know, white gay people, especially white gay males, have a history of of trying to put us on the back burner. What's the history? The history is like even when they were trying to do the end of bill to protect us in 
um, work and all that kind of stuff. In initially, they were like um, the people of opposition were like, "Hey, we might let y'all get this through if you take the trans people out of it." So take the trans, the <laughs> I, the gender, take the gender identity off of the bill and just leave sexual orientation. We might can help y'all, but them trannies, mm-mm. let them go, and we might help y'all pass. We might pass the bill. And some of the gay people were like, "Well, <laughs> well, maybe that's a great deal. Let's throw them under the bus and just get our rights." Yes, mm-hmm. God, and that's the way it always works. You know, the T is at the back. It's LBG. T. I never no, understood no, 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 the, no, no. the you Y. Said that, you said that too close. Did it's, I say it too? It's LGBT. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. Be I silent. Should, Whisper <laughs> it. Don't say it too loud. <laughs> right. Not not too loud because, you know, that's not a big part of the community. Uh-uh. Not at all. You know, they're just... Wizards at the back. They're, ju- they're just souped up fag with tits. Yes. So as soon <laughs> or, as their rights are or gone. Or souped up studs <laughs> with their tits cut off. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can't sit with us. No, you can't sit with us. <laughs> now, there's a level two where I'm like, mm, putting us with the sexual orientation, even though we're about the identity. I think I can I can see a separation. All but right. when it comes to rights, no, baby. We all, all are right. gender nonconforming. Mm-hmm. And we're not conforming to the mainstream ideals of gender. Heterosexual, we're this, right? We're not. We're not. Um, we're not on that plane. We all are lumped in, and that's fine with that. I'm fine right. with that. But when it comes to rights, I think we need to be a part of the team. I think right. being divisive and being shady is not going to work, and stealing our shit is not going to work. So, Raina, Miss Gossett, I am full support. I hope whatever legal ramifications that you can do, please do. And wear it out to wear the fullest out. extent. Um, I love the fact that Jen and I did a whole um, op-ed on uh, Allure, and they let her put it out, and it is beautiful. Y'all can go read it. Um, okay. I love to see sister, sisters support each other. Yes. You know, I, I love that. Um, and like I said, stop stealing our shit. Get, like if you are an ally and you claim to be an ally, there you have to be intentional about your actions. You have to be I- intentional about inclusion because mm-hmm. if you really believe that you want to help our community, those are the things that should be at the forefront of your actions. Be inclusive. Simple as that. Like if you are at, on a hiring committee at any job, w- uh, ask yourself why are there no, there are no trans people at your job? Why is there none? Mm-hmm. And that and that be that be that kills me. Like how like how people want to be like, oh, we're all for all rights. Like we're all for everybody, but you don't do anything when you see it done because it's not in your part of the community. Like if right. you see any type of discrimination, like oh, girl, that's them. Well, they they they're not messing with the lesbians. They right. not messing. They not we, messing with. We us. got our marriage passed, so shit. Girl, y'all better do it. Our thing. <laughs> But guess who was supporting the marriage bill too? We were, mm-hmm. because we want because it was trans women, um, Christy Littleton, um, Nikki Aragus. Um, there was women who had were affected by the marriage bill, mm-hmm. and because of their transness, who um, I th- Christy Littleton, her husband was, um, I think he was killed by malpractice. Like something happened with the doctors, and the doctors, and she was trying to sue the doctors for malpractice. Mm-hmm. Oh. And 
because she married her husband and she was born a male, but she had done everything that she was supposed to do to get everything changed. Texas denied her her de- de- like voided out her fucking marriage so she couldn't um, get her husband's malpractice suit popping off because. And that don't you know. surprise me at all because Texas is late as fuck. They want you to have a whole, um, they want you to have a whole, what is that, uh, the document that you need from the doctors in order to get your um, your, your uh, sex change on yeah. your legal documents. Mm-hmm. They want you to have all that. Well, it's, states, it's other states that do that too. But I've heard like there's other places where it's really not that hard. Like, Miss Thing, you not. could just go up there and get a change. Like, girl, we understand this is what you're going through. But Texas want to be late as fuck <laughs> and they want to... B- I still ban young trans people from going to the restroom in elementary schools mm. and and things of that na- nature and, and not protecting them as far as discrimination is concerned in that. Yeah. That's I, is that's what I smell cooking in the in the kitchen. Oh, that was so country. Mm. That was <laughs> <laughs> Is that I what feel, I smell? I, I I just I I just can't even explain it. It, it it's it we are a part of you guys' um, fight. We have been a part of your fight. Get the whole mar- part of your fight, the, the whole Marsha P. Johnson story, Stonewall was kicked off by her and uh, tr- Latina and black trans women, the most marginalized, and all these gay rights got sparked because of her. So the fact that you are, once again, Mr. David Franz, kicking trans women out of the narrative you are the oppressor sir you mm-hmm. are the oppressor you are not helping it we we see your intention in regards to making which the movie. was nice that That's was nice cute, but you have to be more thorough when it comes to your contribution to the trans community like let's not do a half contribution let's like do the whole that doesn't work (laughs) that doesn't work you have to you can't kick a trans woman to the side why exalting a dead trans woman you can't do that it's it's so backward you 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 can't it they they don't match you're trying to honor one who died with they they found marsha p johnson's body in the hudson river and you're trying to honor her at the same time as shading shading another another one. new those actions don't match <laughs> so it's, it's like come on now. but anyway i just wanted to share that story with you guys in the beginning so we can um just shine some light on some fuck boys <laughs> some white gay fuck boys because fuck boys come in all colors shades and sizes sexual orientation sexual orientations it's you know it's real out here for the girls and for the boys, especially the T girls or the T boys, and, and from the non-conformists <laughs> and, and all that in between. Thank you. So, what are we gonna talk about today? Like I said, I thought I thought I smelled something cooking in in the kitchen. Mm. Well, today we will be serving you a shady ass plate of discrimination. <laughs> 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 this don't sound like it's tasty at I all. Just, <laughs> it's Here not. On my you might want to recall this order. I, I wanted to tell you girls, the chef in the kitchen, he's kind of new, girl. So I was trying to, like, you know, give y'all the tea before we serve it. So, you know, I'm going to give you the tea. The reason for this topic is because there's new changes that are being brought in the workplace as far as changing the discrimination towards um, new employees. Mm, Okay. 
um, the reason the reason why excuse me the reason why I decided to bring this up is because I, I was doing some research. I always happen to like land on random stuff. So basically, attorney attorney G- general Jeff Sessions has reversed a three year old Justice Department policy that protected transgender workers from discrimination under federal law. In a memo to um. In a memo to his U.S. attorney offices and agency heads, Sessions said that Title Six of the <laughs> so on, so on, so on, so on, so on. <laughs> title something, baby. In in the Civil Rights Act of 1964, does not protect transgender people from workplace discrimination by private employers and state and local governments. So what that is saying that the discriminations encompasses discrimination between men and women, but does not encompass discrimination based on gender identity per se, including transgender quote unquote status. Sessions wrote today a memo dated Wednesday, this past Wednesday. The attorney general's memo says that Justice Department will take the po- the position in all attending, all pending, and future matters quote unquote in this in indicating his policy will have a wide-ranging effect. Right. So basically, he's basically saying that, so previously, when people would, um, when the lawyers would um, fight against discrimination against us, they would say, their point would be that we are included when it's saying you can't discriminate against sex Mm -hmm. and gender because our issue is a sex and gender type of thing. So they're saying we are included in regards to that whole law. Right. Okay. So what he's saying is that, no, this is something totally different. Mm -hmm. This is about men and women. This does not protect trans people. And they're not men or women. (laughs) Freaks. They're They're confused. Well, if we're confused, then we need to get that check that we was getting (laughs) a couple of years ago back in the 90s I heard about. (laughs) We need that check. I need that check. Rubbing my check. (laughs) (laughs) No, I feel like, um, I feel like that we are the new frontier of Republican attack because they no longer can win the gay marriage stuff. That's over and yeah. done. Nailed in That's the coffin. annoying. Like, go do something else. Yeah, get your <laughs> fucking life. <laughs> go worry about, I don't know what they need to worry about. They need to worry about all these niggas getting caught with prostitutes and caught with men and uh, <laughs> and all this kind of stuff that they... No, they need doing. to be worried about Japan or them people over there that they angry and, and, and worried about the NFL and all those good girls. Girl, worry about them girls that's upset us <laughs> talking about nuclear wars and stuff trying to blow us <laughs> off the planet. We ain't going to need no rights if we blow off the planet. <laughs> just saying, girl. That's true. <laughs> Amen to that. No shade. And, you know, y'all are my good girlfriends, so... They be a warning, bitch. If you you down here, like girl, if I'm getting my nails done, bitch, they about to. This is where it's at. If you know, if you got a heads up, let me know. <laughs> What's up, Korean ladies? Yes, uh, um, lady boys, girl. What's up? Send us a message. Send us a uh, measure through a pigeon or something, bitch. Uh, smoke signals. Let us know when they about to pop it off. Cause Trump, we ain't with Trump at all. We no, with man. y'all. 
yes, God. But this um, is my thing, y'all. I be thinking like I be thinking. I, I this is how I feel. I feel like they're targeting the weakest what they feel like is the weakest link. And I feel like it's easier to target trans people because it's like, okay, bitch, y'all really ain't got no rights right now. So we could wear y'all the fuck out. So after we wear y'all out, then we coming for the gays. Then after we come for the gays, girl, you know the lesbians already knocked out the part in the bisexuals, bitch, y'all really not fighting for nothing. No shame. Because <laughs> y'all knocked into that same bracket of us all together. Mm-hmm. So once we knock you all you girls out of the LBGT community, then we coming for the minorities. We gonna wear y'all out because we, we done got them together so they out oh, the part. It's all simultaneous. Cause they, they still, they, mm-hmm. you, it's all. It do, I can't stop being black. I can't stop being trans. So my blackness is gonna affect me all at one time, just like my transness is gonna affect me. Just mm-hmm. like it was in in. It goes back to what I was talking about um, in regards to the disclosure conversation when we were talking about disclosure. If you allow us to live happy lives, thriving and loving freely. You don't have to worry about a lot of the problems that you see that you're claiming that we're going to cause or that you're th- our community will be totally different if we were allowed to be honest about um, our our lovers were allowed to be honest about our sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, we would be totally different if we were allowed to go get jobs that we want to get without being discriminated against because we would not need to be prostitutes. We would not need to be tricking for coins. We would not need mm-hmm. to be on the street. Um, and and self-medicating with illegal drugs and legal drugs to survive all the trauma that we have to go through. You wouldn't be, we wouldn't have to worry about our um, suicide rates being as high as they are. We wouldn't have to worry about um, being kicked out of our parents' house and being homeless on the street and having to turn tricks for money. We wouldn't have to worry about those things if we were allowed to live and thrive and love freely and abundantly. Right. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like if we were allowed to do these things, if mm-hmm. I, I would be able to tell you that I'm a trans person mm-hmm. without worrying about it. If Islam Nettles didn't get killed on the street, you right. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If, if, if there wasn't a history of people murdering us, I would be able to be honest with you. If there wasn't a history of people getting fired for being trans or getting pushed out, not necessarily illegally, but covering up that it's illegal. You get what I'm saying? Doing it in a shady way. I would be able to be honest. I would be able to do my job thoroughly. You get what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. for me, it's about allowing human beings to pursue their happiness however they want to pursue it. Mind your business. And and mind your business. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, these alterations, my mental capacity, it's all my fucking business. It don't affect you. (laughs) Like me getting a split between my legs, don't do nothing to your dick. So nigga, why are you worried about what I'm doing with my dick? Right. Right. Like why, you, uh, me getting my titties cut off so I can be more masculine, don't do nothing to you. So why are you worried about it? Like, why are you just like, it's the same thing when it it's comes to. It's because everybody want to be a fucking police. Everybody want to police, police this. everybody. I want to, oh, this is what you are. Okay, bitch, well, we're going to put you in this group. No, why we all mm-hmm. can't just be who the fuck we are? Why can't y'all just mind y'all motherfucking business? And that's why everybody, that's why trans people spend the majority of life, that's how I feel. Trans people spend the majority of their life focused on that transition so they can be normalized and they don't have to deal with that fuck shit because it's not. They have to deal with it because it's nothing that's protecting us Mm -mm. 
from from right. being shot dead in your motherfucking face and, like and not China, being on the news. Like and, China Gibson. Right. And, and nobody, no, like, okay, this might sound shady, but I be feeling so over it when something happens to a black person in our community. And I be over it, too, because I be like, God damn, like, that's that's something that shouldn't happen. And I... I want rights for my black people because I'm black as well. But the way people be going up for them, like everybody be supporting for them, supporting them and and going off like, why can't y'all do that for us? Because all black lives don't matter. Bitch. Mm-hmm. Only the straight heteronormative ones. Mm-hmm. That's, That's what burns my pussy. And it should. Yeah. <laughs> and it should. Yes. So have you ever been in a situation where um, you were discriminated against? Do um, I just didn't get my pronouns respected in one and that's specific important. job, right? But that was about it. I never got fired or anything like that mm. for being trans. How did it make you feel? And how were they, were it, was it like some weird-ass microaggression or was it was like, I'm just going to say what the fuck I want to say. How, what was the tone of the conversation when they were misgendering you? Um, well, at the time, I felt like I wasn't very passable, so I just w- kind of went with it. <laughs> so me not having much respect for myself, I was just like, whatever. It wasn't nothing like they just was like, whatever, basically. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like nothing aggressive. It was just like, oh, you're a girl, so we're just gonna everybody just keep calling you a girl. Mm-hmm. I went through that. Him, she, you know. And you, uh, is this after you had the conversation that I'm trans? Yeah. Or well, okay. I, I I didn't tell everybody, but I told like management stuff like that and even fellow co-workers i was around every day it was just like girl you know just that little annoying shit they would do that that's so shady (laughs) (laughs) like you see this motherfucking facial hair on my face and you gonna try it like that miss thing yeah i guess that's how i went at the time i didn't have face hair though oh so well, I, I mean, just felt like I didn't did you, pass. Were you passing? Did you? I, I I felt like I wasn't. Okay. But it really doesn't matter. <laughs> like, yeah, right. no shade. It no doesn't shade. matter. It doesn't right. matter if you're passing right. or not. It, and that's why I asked, did you tell them? Because mm-hmm. it, there could be, you know, and I and I'm I I'm a, I'm I'm guilty of this. I've been guilty of this in my past, not recently, mm-hmm. but in my past where I there's a person from my hometown, I ain't gonna say their name, but when I would see them I met them as a boy, and when I see, they would, they like transition, and then they'll go back to being a boy, and then they transition, and then they go back to being a boy, and it was, they were kind of in and out of geese, and I'm like, I'm gonna keep calling you your boy name, (laughs) if if you, like, if you keep going in and out, then it, it and this is just what it was, I was kind of, I wasn't for sure if you were serious (laughs) about this, or if you just, Getting up playing in here like you playing in drag. Like I wasn't really for sure. <laughs> so her consistency started to be really consistent where I had to sit down and say, I don't want to keep calling you because she would never correct me. She would never be like, Oh, my name is this. You know, like mm-hmm. I would if you if you right. know you calling me the wrong name, I'm gonna be like, Motherfucker, this is my name. Get with right. it. So, but she never would correct me and and so I had to sit down. Like, I really had to really take the time and say, hey, sweetie, mm-hmm. what is going on with you? Like, I, this, I, this is none of, my, none of my business, but are you transitioning? Are you, do you want me to call you this? Do you want me to call you, what do you, what's, because I, I don't want to disrespect you because I'm a trans woman. I don't want to 
Did you? That's I don't want. I want the same respect to me. So what is going on? And she was like, "Yes, I'm transitioning. I'm just." She just said she was scared of what hormones would do. She was scared of surgeries because she's seen so many bad people getting pumped and they being disfigured. People getting bad surgeries, and she was like, she just wanted to be. She wanted to live her life as a woman, but she was scared of surgeries mm-hmm. and scared of what hormones could do and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I got it. So I wasn't tripping, but it was easier for me to go with the, her flow now that mm-hmm. she has said something. So that's why I asked you that. Did you actually say it to them? Because sometimes if you don't say it, then they don't know to respect mm-hmm. it. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That so that's sense. why I asked. So, right. uh, but w- especially if it's people who you have said it to, yeah, it's people still to this day do that shit. That shit's so annoying. I'd be like, to oh, this day, now, now to this yeah. day, that's shame. <laughs> yes, <laughs> to this day, it's for shame. real. So I just stop talking to them. Like if they say something, I just like ignore the fuck out of them. I don't know. I need to say something, but I just and, ignore and them. The like they're not, is, not talking to me. <laughs> like, and then the problem <laughs> is, you now because I'm at work. You're making it uncomfortable for right. me to be here. You're not only making it uncomfortable, but I have to have this conversation to bring people. my personal. You get what I'm saying? I'm bringing my personal issue, my personal problem into work. It impedes on me having to do my job. And mm-hmm. then I, my boss has got to be like, do I want to deal with this shit? Like, if I just get rid of your ass, I ain't got to deal with it. Right. Because there might be some shit, uh, discrimination shit that I have to deal with. And I don't yeah, want to have to deal do with I that. Have to, and that's what happened to me in my situation. The, the dude, so it, it took about a month. So I was working at this job. I was working for Hewlett Packard. And we were at a um, we were at a plant where we were doing um, you know where we building computers, and so we're building computers and we're on a power line and we kind of on an assembly line and just I had my own job and doing thing it was it was good we it was I was working with a team of people that was building computers anyway so for about a month nobody knew my team because I pride myself on being somewhat personal you know if you don't know mm-hmm. me you can get through i can get through so <coughs> i went i'm doing my thing and i'm not making no friends because even where i live where i work i'm not friendly because i don't want you to get into me too hard because i feel mm-hmm. like i'm not 100 percent passable i feel like if i'm just standing <laughs> somewhere you're gonna think i'm a woman mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. if and you talk to for me for a little bit you're gonna think i'm a woman but I feel like the more times that you come in contact with me is the more times that you probably possibly <laughs> clock me because it, I'll get friendly. I'll let my guard down. My voice will get a little change. Mm. Uh, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what happened to me at work? Remember with um, what's her name? Yoruba. Aru- yes. Aru- oh, we don't want to say names. Oops. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So I feel like over time you might get in a little bit more than I want you to get in. Right. So anyway. I so I prevent making friends at work. Right. <laughs> Me too. So w- that's that's <laughs> it. We don't need to hang out after class. Like they'd be like, "Oh, let's go out for drinks." Nah. I gotta go home and feed my cat. <laughs> Baby, that was different than me, bitch. I wanna, no. I wanna hang out so, bitch, you could get into it. No, and girl, uh-uh. you bold. But yeah, you also, which is inspiring to me because we come from a different era. You, so you want me to talk about the story? What story? At work. Oh, child, okay, yeah, okay. So out. we, so I got me a job at my job. At this particular time, I wasn't the boss. I was like the second in command. So I said, well, I'm going to get me at a job and, you know, I'm going to 
preface it like, okay, well, this is my friend, and I'm going to like make sure they call her by the right name, and you know, Mia has a a, a unisex name. It's not like, oh my God, her name is Lawrence, <laughs> or her name is Michael. <laughs> she has a very unisex or Jermaine. Name. Yeah, uh-huh. she has a very unisex <laughs> name, so it easily. The fact that she's so passable, she's so pretty, Aww, she could have easily you. she could have easily got through with you know me saying, "Oh yeah, my friend Jerry," <laughs> or my friend Bobby, <laughs> or my friend uh, whatever you know Bobby Tony, all of that, whatever. <laughs> it could have been a cute name that you know I could have gave. Uh-huh. So when she comes in, she's at the interview, already done coached her, already done told her, so I'm kind of in the back, not in the back with them, but I'm listening. <laughs> Baby, she gets to talking to my boss, and all of a sudden, well, I just want to let you know that I'm a transgender woman. <laughs> and I'm like, Mia! <laughs> Why did you say anything? Because she was eating out of all of her hands. I, it was she was ready. She mm-hmm. was she didn't need to say anything, and she just said it. Mm-hmm. And so in my mind, I'm like, bitch, I would have said nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, and even to this day, I don't discuss my tea at all. Mm-hmm. And so, but it kind of gave me inspiration. I was kind of proud of her, and kind of like, it was it was that moment where I'm like, yeah, this is the future. This is the future uh. where we should be able to say it and be proud, even though I'm from the old school. So. <laughs> I still have that mm-hmm. protect myself into t- mm-hmm. in my mind that protect myself. Don't nobody need to know this. Don't nobody need to tell anybody. Keep it. Don't discuss it. That's stealthy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's it's just something that comes with the protection. And I come from that era where we had to protect ourselves, and so that goes back to my story in regards to when I started this job. It was all good. The boys was hollering at you, but you know I didn't holler at them because. You know, that opened up the tea getting spilled. And, you know, I didn't make any friends. I didn't make, I just went to work and came home like I'm supposed to do because I know that protected me. If my tea wasn't out, then nobody will treat me any different. The bathroom issue won't come up. Nothing will come up. So that was what I felt. But then all of a sudden, my cousin started working there. (laughs) And this isn't in my blood cousin. This is like... My grandmother had a best friend, and this was her child, and we kind of grew up together because her her mother was my grandmother's best friend. Mm, so it. we knew each other. We've been knowing each other since we, we was like five, mm. and we weren't close. So it wasn't like, oh, that's my close cousin. Right. Basically, people were giving me my life. Oh my God, she's so pretty and da 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 da. da. Oh, that red bone and da, Girl, da, 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 they can't know, take just, that bitch. Just giving, and she was like, "That's not no woman. That is my cousin." Blah 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 blah. What? So the girls can gag and they can really, and but what they don't be understanding is when when trade see what well, when a guy see you <laughs> as a woman like they don't see nothing else and do you spill that tea it's it becomes pandora's box yes yeah, it's like, like oh i got to open it up i need to i need it's like you okay it's like you being in a room this is how i imagine it this, and this is how god <laughs> has explained it if you're trying to hate now something it ain't got nothing to do with a guy but with guys from what my understanding Say you somebody put you in a room with a bunch of boxes, different color boxes, blah, 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 blah. But right in the middle of the room is a gold box. 
And they say, you can open up any box in here except for that one. Which one are you going to want to open up? The gold box. (laughs) (laughs) You can open up every box in this room because there's tons of boxes. But for some reason, I can't open this gold box. And you might sit in the room like, oh, okay, cute. You might open up a few boxes. But it's going to get to a point where you're thinking, bitch, I want to see what's in this gold box. I can't open up this gold box. What's the tea with this one? Everybody has told me this whole time I've been in this room, it's a gold box. It's pretty. It's a cute little box right in the middle. Everybody's just telling me that no to the gold box. Why? What? What's up with the gold box? I, and it will drive you crazy figuring out what's going on with the gold box. And that's how it was explained to me because this person looks like what I like, especially if you are this person's type. You look like what they like. And... You giving the whole package of what's my preferences. Uh-huh. Why can't I? And sexuality is usually kept in the closet. Even even as a straight person. And not, mm-hmm. not the gay sexuality. Uh-huh. Yeah. But what you like sexually is not really you 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 more inclined by society to be more prudish discreet and, and discreet yes. and keep it on the low girls lying about them sucking dick oh they don't start telling For the same they don't lie they don't girls tell. lying about them uh strapping on and wearing their uh, boyfriends out that or um dudes lying about they eating pussy uh, all through high school Yay. niggas i knew was eating pussy and they was lying about it <laughs> you know it what you do sexually is it's kept secret. It's it's something that you don't really talk about. Girls mm-hmm. who lose their virginity don't really talk about it to anybody but their friends. Right. Like you keep sexual stuff secret. That's just what it is. No matter mm-hmm. who you are, until you meet some people that you trust, and then you talk about it. Mm-hmm. So if I see something that you're telling me I'm not supposed to do, I'm naturally gonna want to keep it secret anyway. And so Yay. and right. so. Okay, so if I keep this secret, I can play with the gold box. <laughs> and so it just naturally what happens. So I said all this, we got sidetracked. <laughs> Talk about the gold box. Yeah. So what ended up happening is she started telling my tea. And I knew, and we know when people know our tea. Because yeah. they treat us different. Yes, right. it, it, it's a complete, like, different. you know when somebody clocked your, t- you know when Trey clocked, when a guy clocked your tea, I always got to catch myself. When a guy clocked your tea, baby, don't no doors be opened up no more for you. <laughs> they slam right in your face. You get what's up, bro. Oh, you, oh, you won't even get the what's up, bro. You get the head nods. You get the, um, get the, the diversion. straight ahead, not make no contact. No eye contact. <laughs> but I'm going to look at that ass, though, when I turn around. <laughs> <laughs> all that all extra. kind of stuff so <laughs> you you it, 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 they just treat you different mm-hmm. and then uh, cis women usually with trans women i don't know the experience with trans men but cis women start to treat us like like a certain like, oh my gosh they start yes. talking to you like tamar braxton and any leaks yes i'll be so <laughs> um, and this be yes, so awkward honey fear shade sickening right. you know what be getting me this high like clock a, a girl's tea when this, this has always happened to me. Oh my gosh. So you pretty. are so pretty. You looking better than me. And I'd be like, what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> but anyway, they started to act funny towards me in school. Mm-hmm. And I'm not in school, in um work. And so it start they started to do these pranks, like these like oh like not physically doing anything to me but uh-huh. like weird stuff so like my supervisor 
he had lost his keys, left his keys in the lunchroom. Mm-hmm. So they gave me the keys and told me that they were his. So I can go up to him and give him the keys. And when he's talking to me about the keys, they can be like, ah, shit, look at him trying to holler at the tranny. Like real childish. So they set you up. Right. Real childish high school dumb shit with grown people. That's crazy to me. But that's what they would do. And it started to cause a problem with the guy because now they making fun of him talking to me when they set it up for him to talk to me. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So we get it causes this big old issue and problem. The the supervisor brings us all in the room. Now mind you, all these details about the setup, I didn't know. I'm just like, why are they being like this? Like, I don't know the details until we go in there and we, everybody has to sit down and talk about what's going on and everybody starts snitching on everybody. And basically, they set it up to where I would give him the keys. And long story short, they tell him that I had nothing to do with the scenario that happened. Like, I just got the keys and gave it to him because mm-hmm. he's a supervisor and he left his keys in there. So... When he figures out that all of this is going on because somebody set it up and they're playing these silly-ass childish games, he tells everybody, I don't want none more of this shit happening or everybody's going to be fired. Get out of my office. You, point to me, you stay. So I sit down and sit. I sit down. I stay sitting down. They all get up and leave. He closed the door. He says, well, look, Miss Collier, very sarcastic wow (laughs) well look miss collier you the problem is we haven't had any issues before you came here with this type of shit and you didn't do anything in this situation but all these workers that i have have been here for so long and they're my they're my best workers and the problem is i i can't get rid of all of them and keep you so to solve my problem, the best thing for me to do is to get rid of you because I'll keep five good workers because it was like five people involved in the situation. I'll keep five good workers and get rid of one wow. as opposed to getting rid of five and keeping one. And that's how he broke it down to me. And so what you're basically telling me is that I didn't do anything wrong, but I'm expendable because of these bitches. Mm-hmm. acting shady and because it's more logically – they can, he can keep five workers who've been working five as opposed to getting rid of me, which, you know, he's he eliminates the problem. So I listen. It makes logical sense. It's not fair or just sense. Mm-hmm. But logically, yes, that does make sense. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. You get rid of this one person and it gets rid of the problem. So I get it. That's and so, so, shady. I, so shady as fuck. But I say, OK, it won't be no more problem, even though I didn't cause no fucking problem. But I'm like, OK, I need this job because this point in my life, like right at this moment, this this month, I got custody of my brother. It was mm. in the middle of winter. I was staying with my aunt and I needed a place to go. We didn't have a place to go. So we were living with somebody. And I was in a time of my life where losing a job would have been detrimental to me. Right. Like I did, like I needed to work to be able to get a down payment on my apartment, and on that's my the house. Bullshit. And I'm like, you, and so you're risk, you people with this childish ass shit, is risking my life, risking my stability, mm-hmm. because you want to play childish ass games about some, about this bullshit. It's like crazy. Mm-hmm. So, 
started working more, shit still started to happen. It still started to be petty. It still start. They still kept doing silly ass shit, more undercover, just crazy, crazy ass shit. So something happened. I can't remember what happened, but instead of me, um, when I went to talk to him about the situation, he was already already on some fuck shit. I'm not gonna put you on the schedule. And so what that does, not putting me on the schedule, it doesn't technically fire me. Right. But it makes you want to quit. Right. Because you, you ain't got no hours. You ain't got no hours. You 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 not making no money. So um, I was kept coming up saying, when am I going to be on the schedule? Because I didn't want to quit, but mm-hmm. I had to quit. And this situation led me into escorting. I had never been an escort before. Huh. And because I couldn't find any job and I was getting fired from this, it led me into prostitution. So, hmm. shady as fuck. So, it's important to That's have. Bullshit. bullshit. as fuck. But it's important to have protections by the federal government. For real. Going back to what you were talking mm-hmm. about. It's important to have protections by the federal government because then we have some type of power to stop people from discriminating against us. You know, like we black people do and mm-hmm. um, people with different uh, relig- religions. And disabilities in ages, you know, mm-hmm. those type of people, you know, like right. your mother, your father, your brother, right. those people. Right. We need that type of protection like we all do. We need a way to hit back. And if you take, if you legally make it okay for them to discriminate against us, then what's they going to do? They're going to discriminate yes, against us. Yes, because there's people like that, just like Dama said. And then it's going to lead us to do survival sex work, putting us at more risk. Um, it's going to lead us into depression because we're trying to live uh, our best lives. But y- everything, every chance we get to try to do good, you bitches quote unquote take. good, um, y'all can't take it. And y'all forcing us in situations where, you know, because definitely at that time, you know, I was really judgmental about sex workers. How old were you? I was, yes, I was really judgmental. I was 22. Okay. And I was really judgmental, like embarrassingly judgmental. Wow. <laughs> I was like Because I hadn't, I hadn't experienced, um, you know, life hadn't hit me yet. You know how mm-hmm. life hit you hard. Baby. <laughs> it hadn't hit me yet. So um, I grew up in a group home. They're even though when people talk about group home and people in group homes, they was like, oh, your poor life. But actually, my group home was fucking great. Like, we did middle class kid shit. <laughs> went kayaking and you went to Camping. Disney World and shit that I never would have did if I stayed in the hood That's with my mom. You see what I'm saying? So I did a lot of bougie ass fucking shit because I was in a group home. And so... um I didn't have to experience certain things because of that. Like we we had auxiliary women buying us school clothes on top of the state buying us cool clothes. Like we had shit that we 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 could take care of. So when I would see when I even though I came into the gay scene, you know, when I was fourteen, fifteen, when I would see girls out here prostituting, I'd be like, Why the fuck are you prostituting? That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Why are you letting people use your body? That's disgusting. You know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm super judgmental about it. And you know, coming out of that space, going into a space where I was taking care of myself and I had a job and blah, 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 blah. You don't have to prostitute. Y'all just fucking lazy. <laughs> Bitch, I, I'm, a, I'm a nine to four girl. I don't have yes, to do that. I don't have to do that. I'm that girl, honey. That, I'm that girl. I'm that girl. non-prostituting girl. <laughs> I'm classy. <laughs> you know, nose up in the air. 
that's what, you know, this is how you bitches get AIDS because you don't know how to take care of yourself. You're just giving your body to any man. That was me. <laughs> you're, just, you're, you're not really making any money. You're just making yeah, 60, that $60. Ain't who's, give, who's giving their body to men for 20, 40? And you, you're probably doing drugs too. That was me. So, <laughs> life says, Hey girl, um, the uh, the rent is due. Um, you need some food. Your stomach is growling, huh, <laughs> bitch? How you gonna get across town? Don't you need some money for the bus or a uh, money for a uh, down payment? Hey girl, well we gonna take this job from you. We gonna give you your brother. <laughs> we gonna give you a house, and we gonna give you some rent. And you ain't going to be able to pay that rent. <laughs> what you going to do? What you going to do? <laughs> and then we going to get your Judy, your trans Judy, who life has already hit. <laughs> and she's going to come and say, hey, hey, girl. Well, I got away. <laughs> <laughs> we got Craigslist. <laughs> we got Backpage. We got the paper. Bitch, you better put you at her. Bitch, you ain't you too better good discover a hustle, girl. <laughs> right. Because if you can't find no job. What you going to do? <laughs> in the story. <laughs> so, and that's what it was. I, I was like, shit. My homegirl was like, well, girl, I go to work. Because <laughs> she, she was doing drag. And she was like, um, well, I go to work and do my drag thing. And clients still be calling me. So what I'll do, I'll just send them to you. Well, they won't be disappointed. Oh, that's different. And you just get me a you give me a cut of the money, pimping basically. Bitch. Yeah, like bitch, I'm gonna send these coins your way. You can get a little piece. Give me a little piece, and da 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 da. And I said, oh, okay, cute, bitch. I made like fucking twenty seven hundred dollars in three days. What? You playing? I said, uh, do you got her numbers? <laughs> <laughs> Tashi can send. I, I said, wait. <laughs> I said, this was the easiest money <laughs> ever. <laughs> and I really didn't have to do no nothing that I didn't want to do because I think the difference about escorting as a trans woman, you can kind of be dominant because most of the dudes, um, it's not dominant. That's not the right word. So if you, as a trans woman, you have the potential to penetrate and be penetrated. So in the escort business, you can choose to be dominant and make money. You mm-hmm. can choose to be the top and only the top and make coins. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I, for me, it was comfortable. It was comfortable for me to just be a top instead of just bottoming and wearing it out. So it was, it, I made easy money like that. It was oh. cool and it was, I, di- I didn't think it was like I thought it was going to be because I didn't know that there was a, I thought you had to just let people fuck you. <laughs> and so I was like, oh no. So when I got into the business, it was like, oh, well, this is easy. And then I made more. I had never had 20 other. No, no, no. Yes, I had. I had um, with my refund for college when I was in school. So I had got that much money then. So I had never had that much money from no working or not that quick. <laughs> okay. You get a refund once every s- semester. Semester, yeah. Yeah. So I, this was in three days, I had $2,700 and motherfuckers still was calling. And I'm about to make some more money. That's so I had never experienced that, w- especially when you go to a job and you make in seven, eight dollars an hour and you get three hundred dollars in two weeks. <laughs> Not even that. Right. Baby. And they just took taxes. It's like, God, what am I supposed it's to do like with a regular job after this? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's how I got into escorting, because life said humble. <laughs> now, it was unfair. It, the situation was unfair. But. The growth that I got of it, it's two things that happened with escorting for me. 
it gave me a sympathy to sex workers and sex work uh-huh. and a respect for it because I did it. That's one. Mm-hmm. And as quiet as it c- is kept, clients taught me how to love myself. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because th- mm-hmm. think about it. Everybody around you, when you first start transitioning, is saying, no. Bitch, I don't know. No. And they might see pretty, <laughs> but your family is saying, no, just be a boy. Uh, yeah. No, don't do it. Now, you got your friends saying, well, Bitch, out. you yeah. know, blah, 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 blah. But I'm talking <laughs> about the world. The world wow. is saying, don't Girl. do this. You not. You may be. You don't know if you're gonna be passable. And at this point, you not because it's the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so you getting clocked left and right, sir. <laughs> would you like me to put your groceries in a bag, pl- <laughs> plastic or paper, sir? <laughs> oh, are you going to the wrong restroom, <laughs> oh. sir? That's the wrong restroom. <laughs> you know, you getting wore out left and right. So the world is telling you you're not enough. You're not woman enough. Constantly, constantly, constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, you're getting. And, and even your friends, well, you should do this so your hairline won't show. Or you, you should, should do, do this, this so your jaw can be smaller. Y- yeah, you need to get more titties because your shoulders is too wide. <laughs> you need to get pumped because you ain't got no hips. Ooh, look at your feet. They so big. Or, you know, and everybody's flaws is different, but yeah. I'm just pointing these out. You know, mm-hmm. you can say all of these things and people are giving you this. Then you got the girls, the trans girls. It's like, oh, she's more fishy than her because she's, she, you know, she's like 5'4 and yeah. Miss Thing is like 6'5". Oh, she's more fishy than her because she's on moans. And Miss Thing, she ain't on moans. Like, mm. you constantly in this state of competition, in this state of critique, and yeah. nobody is validating you. It's always... Exactly. You need to do this. You need to you that. Need oh, bitch, women do this. Women don't do yes, that. Yes, it's always... A, it's never... You're a never enough. But clients have said, I have this coin that I went and worked hard for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got these $300. <laughs> if you're the right girl with the right ad. <laughs> and the girl in the pictures. The girls in the pictures. You, I got these $300, $500, $1,000, and I just want to come and worship your cock and worship your body and worship your flaws and tell you how beautiful you are and be sick me. Yes. <laughs> and that's what I want you to do. I want you to dress up and be glamorous, I want, and I want to come and make you feel beautiful. And that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And that's for me. It gave me a confidence about who I was. Mm-hmm. And it may not have this effect on other people, but I'm just telling you for me. Then mm-hmm. a man come and bring his or her heart on money, even if it's just to objectify you. Yes, that's what it is. They're just you're they're <laughs> yeah. they're feeling fulfilling their fantasies. Right. But the fact that I am your fantasy when mm-hmm. I'm nobody else's and everybody else and, and even if this is secret, when I'm in this room with you, you are making me feel sickening. Right. You are making me feel like the love goddess, bitch. Like I am Aphrodite. <laughs> I am Baby. Oshun. I am I am that girl. You are making me feel this way. And that rubbed off on me in my real world. Because mm. I can tip around and know, motherfucker, this nigga just gave me $1,500 to, <laughs> to suck my feet. And you telling me, bitch, that you can't take me to the movies? You don't want to see me in public? Oh, girl. Uh, exactly. <laughs> No, you tr- you trying it and talk about oh you just can suck my dick. What? I could just suck your dick. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. And I got this nigga coming over 
just to smell my feet. <laughs> just to, what? Just to sit in my company. Just to sit in my company. I ain't even got to do nothing sometimes. <laughs> I, I just want to take you to eat. Yes. And mm. you are trying it? No. And that's what it is. It gives you, for me, and I don't know how it is for everybody, it gave me a certain le- a level of confidence to appreciate where I was right then. This is before I had titties. So for them to come in and pay me coins and appreciate me in my fish right in that moment when I didn't have titties. Then when I got them, ooh, then, oh, my God, they look so soft. They look so, when I do get them, they so soft. They look so real. Oh, my God. And praising them and loving them and worshiping them. And then when I get my body, you know, my lower half done, oh, my God, it's so soft. It's so real. And, oh, God, you, oh, I love giving you my money because, you know, you improving. You you are appreciating my improvement. <laughs> you yes. It's like it. Right. Clients did that for me, and I know they get a bad rap. <laughs> a lot of them deserve the bad rap yes. that they get. <laughs> oh, I'm but, spilling tea. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm spilling so much tea. <laughs> but you know, it it makes me um appreciate. It, it, it makes me appreciate that that situation. But anyway, we done got sidetracked even more. <laughs> 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 so um, why is it important, Mia, that um, our allies stand up for us in these situations where the government is trying to roll back and take us back to the 50s? Why is it important to you? Well... I was not expecting that question on tonight's um, <laughs> plate. <laughs> but since Marsha, since we're invoking the spirit of Marsha, I will try to answer that as, as lovely as I can. Um, I think, it, to be honest, I think it's important because, like I said, when I stated earlier, it's a chain reaction. Like, girl, once they wear us out, you are next. They are taking out that law that protects us. There's got to be a way that they can unchain a lock that's locked in. Like, I mean, a a law that's locked in. Like, there's got to be a way that they can revoke it if they can simply just do that. This past Wednesday, like, oh, girl, boop, done. Just, just a day. It's just another Wednesday. Let me take your rights away. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not gonna affect anybody or affect anybody that matters. Yes, and that's what all black lives don't matter. No. Unfortunately, to some people, mm-hmm. right. But that's that's why that's that's what I feel like. I feel like it's gonna be a chain reaction, and if we don't understand that that we all need to come together, then it's gonna be a gag, and it's already we're already gagging because that's gagging that's gagging me enough right now that they're already playing with that. So, yes. See. Did you want me to tell my story, my um? Z, tell I, me why. Do you, th- trans men have a history more so than trans women of getting on their moan, doing their thing, and just getting stealthed? Hell yeah. And not <laughs> even worrying about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. I did this. I did that. But, um, what I, yeah, basically, I'm just stealth at work, and you don't need to know my business. You don't. Do you, you think. Know. That those days are gone now that we have people really fighting against us. Do you mm-hmm. think it's important for those type of people to come out of the woodworks and help support, or do you think 
that it's really just their choice and if they want to be stout that's on them where do you stand with fence riders or people who me and my me and vanessa talked about it and she was like it kind of doesn't count if you are the first to do something and they don't know that you're trans it kind of doesn't count. Like no, it's true. Yeah, it's like exactly. if they don't know that, it's kind of like cool. Because look, think about like Tracy Africa. You know, yeah. the reason why, if she would have just went through and nobody know her tea and nobody told anybody anything about her when she did the Clairol campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, the perm box? The per, yeah, the perm box. Um, the dye box was a color. Oh, it was a dye box. Uh-huh. Okay. But I think she did some perm box. I'm not for sure. She, she was supposed to be ads. on a perm box, yeah. and I think that's she, when no, they clocked she did. her No, no, she did do that. Oh, she the did? The all color, yes. Okay. Um, She did do that, and she, if but somebody, a, a gay man, told her tea. Mm. And mm-hmm. Essence was like, the Essence, she was supposed to be on Essence, in a, in a photo shoot with Essence, and they didn't. Was it Ebony or Essence? Anyway, it's one of them black magazines, and they were like, mm-mm. <laughs> so the tea is out. and We no can't even we can't be we're gonna affiliated. Shut this, we're going to shut this down. So, but now, years later, Clara has signed her to another deal, and she's on the same color block. Yes, so she done man. come no. full circle. Super, super dope. But the reason why that was important is because she was the first girl to be doing it, and it was exposed that she was the first girl to be doing it. Yeah. But there are girls who may have been the first to doing something, but we don't know because they were stealth and mm-hmm. we didn't know. So it doesn't really count. It counts to them mm-hmm. because they know. But to us, to the people coming up who would benefit from that visibility, it doesn't mm-hmm. count because we don't know it. Exactly. Yeah. I remember when I, I was the first trans woman to go to Jackson State University and live on campus and be open as a trans woman. When I when people would say that about me, there would be some retractors that would say, "I'm pretty sure she's not the first one," mm. but who was it? <laughs> yeah. If I yes, it may have been some girls that stealth got through, but they didn't say anything. They didn't say anything. So, girl, I may have wa- not been the first one, but I was the first one to say I was that girl. Thank I'm the girl you. on campus. I'm hey. the girl on campus being proud of who I am, letting other girls know that you can be proud of who you are. Mm-hmm. It doesn't count if you're doing it. So what how do you feel about people who. Who decide to keep their life in the dark? Um, I feel like it's. It's their choice at the end of the day because it's people that do great stuff, you know, um, like just good stuff, you know, and they don't always tell, oh, I did this, you know. So I feel like it kind of goes the same way, but I get what you mean. Um, I'm stuck because I'm just Z. Like, I don't you know, I don't need you to be looking at me or be like, you know, he's trans, huh? Mm-hmm. You know, look, look. at you know, I don't need I don't need <laughs> that drama. So I understand. But. Visibility is important because visibility is what got me to where I am today, you know, like able to find out information, doctors, you know, and then other people just, you know, oh, you're not the first one. So, you know, it's just that's very important. So I I get the point. And and, and I I don't want to imply that I have a problem with people being stealth because I feel like I agree with you. I think it's Mm -hmm. their choice and everybody's ministry ain't to be out in the open. You know, that ain't everybody's tea. And mm-hmm. I get it, and I agree that they should. I just wanted to see your opinion yeah, in, re- yeah. in regards to that. and Because um, I think I think we take for granted the people who paved the way for us. 
Mm-hmm. I think yeah. we, we take for granted the people, like like you just said, there were sites that I could go to as a woman to learn about some things that I would, that somebody, if they were born in the 80s, didn't have that access. Right. If somebody was in um, Walnut Grove, Mississippi, they didn't have the access to somebody in New York City that mm-hmm. was that was transitioning there. They didn't yeah. have the access. And so... Now somebody in fucking bumfuck Arkansas, Buffalo, Texas, uh, or <laughs> all of that, whatever, <laughs> they can go on the website, find their community, make yeah. some friends, move to a whole nother city, exactly, and become the person that they're supposed to be. And I think those connections are. W- I think now, I think more than ever, it's time. For people to yeah, everybody stand yeah, together exactly. and be in unity. Everybody's getting more comfortable about because of visibility mm-hmm. and just being glad, like proud of who they are. You know, some so people really are. Like <laughs> some people are. Yeah, a lot of people. So I like it. I like visibility. I'm more visible myself. I wasn't visible at all, and like I've, a lot of people have been reaching out to me ever since, and I I really dig it. But as far as work, I know who to tell, who I could tell, who I couldn't. You know, I kind of like observe people. That's my coin. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and it gets to a point, I, I think for me, this is the most money that I've ever made in my life. And I'm sorry. Right. I'm <laughs> I don't want you girls up. to have no type of um any. No power. Any no power. type of. <laughs> I, no type of way to discriminate against me, none. No, I'm just here to do my job, and I do my job great. And so, therefore, right. I we don't need to talk about anything that has to do with my personal life. Which and, is sad. And I and even though maybe I can touch some people while I'm that that I work with, but they're not that important to me. Exactly. Like your your po- politics at my job is not really that important to me. I want you to just do the job that I hired you for. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, when we're out and about, yeah, I might want to say something. If you talk yeah. about trans people and we're at the bar and I, I might say something because I, 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 I might touch you then I because you're not yet. worried about me. Yeah, I have yet to hear somebody talk about trans people. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what it Bye. is I would do at work. I mm. be it happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm like really wondering. I never hear nothing. I hear a lot of shit because it's a gay girl that work at my job and they be talking shit about her. Mm. So I just be like, I can't stand y'all. I never engage in that conversation. <laughs> right. So I just be waiting. I don't know what I would do. I'll probably go off. Yeah. <laughs> well, y'all, it is that's about an hour. It was. Yeah. No, I wanted to <laughs> tell my story okay. <laughs> So, oh wait! Before you before you end, I want to say one thing. Okay. Okay. So I'm like a really ballroom fa- uh, fan. I I started in the House of Prodigy, Mayor uh-huh. Prodigy, Aunt Prodigy was my gay father, and Rashad Prodigy. They're both twisters. Yeah. Um. So I really looked at the old ballroom scene. Like I like the old, like Ajene, um, Tracy Africa, um, uh. uh uh, India Ebony, all those girls. Like, if you if you want to see Tracy Africa, definitely YouTube her, or you could Google her, and you could see mm. she's a gorgeous dark skinned woman, mm. beautiful, beautiful. She's she's of age right now. She's at a beautiful age, and she still looks lovely. Sitting. So you can definitely find her. Yeah, plug Tracy. Word out. Yes, <laughs> Tracy Africa. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes, 
and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, (laughs) y'all. Every little thing's going to be all right.